Time for Radio Salon, our weekly discussion segment. Joining us here in the studio, our wonderful panelists, uh, Mr. Chung Huang, independent legal researcher with Laquant LLC. Good morning to you. Morning, Henry. And also from North Korean Studies uh, University Institute uh, at Yonsei University, Dr. Pong Yong-sik. Dr. Pong, good morning to you. Good morning. Let's talk about politics. We've been on our program focusing a lot about the opposition because of the Seoul mayoral race. And there's been a lot of drama going on, as we all know, uh, between these uh, prospective candidates like An Chol-su and then uh, Na Gyeong-won and uh, this uh, kind of proxy battle with Kim Jong-in and now Oh Se-un coming into the race and how they're going to try to unify that candidacy is interesting drama. But with the uh, presidential race, which is, um, of course, a bit later on, there is this idea that the ruling party is mired in what could be considered a two-way race so far. We have, on the one hand, the current ruling party chairman and the former prime minister, Lee Nagyeon. And then we have the uh, current Gyeonggi uh, governor, Lee Jae-myung. Uh, up till, uh, I would say, uh, the end of last year, the purported frontrunner has been Lee Nagyeon, the, the former prime minister. He, he was leading all the polling uh, all the way throughout, largely because of his performance and his image that he projected as prime minister. As he became the ruling party chairman, now he had to become more political, and perhaps uh, that has kind of uh, d- 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 tainted somewhat his image, and we've had some controversies in, in regards to some of the things like recently his call for a presidential pardon for both uh, Park geun and Im Young-bak. So recent polling has now shown that Lee Jae-myung is definitively in the lead, some polls show Yoon Seok Yeol as kind of competitive with uh, with Lee Jae-myung, but what they d- all definitively show is that Lee Jae-myung certainly among the public gets more support now outside the margin of error uh, than Ina Yanda. So the first question I'll pose to both of you: uh, first, Dr. Bong, what is your thoughts on this current situation? Uh, we have to pay attention to the fact that um, you know. Uh the voters are greatly disappointed by both parties. I'm talking about the two major parties, the ruling uh, Democratic Party and the opposition party, the PPP, uh, which means that uh, we have to take it very seriously that uh, the top two candidates in the current uh, public opinion surveys are not the main representatives of the parties, but outsiders, the governor Lee Jae-myung, uh, who may be uh, closely aligned with the ruling party, but not really central figure of the ruling party. And uh, Mr. Yoon Seok-yeol is not a politician, but he is regarded as the best hope for the conservative you know, opposition party, meaning that voters are angry and disappointed at the low quality of party politics led by both parties. So politicians should be members of the political parties you know, have to have a very serious uh, second look at themselves, why they have led uh, the uh, party politic to such a low degree. So it, it's this um, widespread dissatisfaction with the so-called insiders, right? This mainstream political guard. But interestingly, Lee Jae-myung, for whatever um, his, his style and everything, considered more of an outsider to mainstream politics. So um, Mr. Lee Jae-myung is freer uh, than uh, former Prime Minister uh, Lee Nagyeon in terms of being correlated with uh, you know, disappointment and uh, uh, criticism toward the ruling party and the uh, mm. uh, presidency of Moon Jae-in. Um, so that's uh, his advantage vis-a-vis Mr. Yeah. Lee Nagyeon. And now with uh, Gyeonggi Governor Lee Jae-myung, uh, Professor Huang, it's, he does seem to go uh, on a different path, and he does seem to have a different support base from the typical ruling party constituents. He does hammer home on things that 
Uh, and I, I, I'm not going to ask you what your personal preference is, but he does seem to hammer on on issues that even you would consider to be the most important, because you always talk about COVID and relief and, and how to get to stuff. And that seems to be his focus rather than getting into all the prosecutorial kind of stuff or uh, other uh, political issues. And do you think that's worked to his advantage? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, he's feud with so-called you know, pro-Moon supporters. I mean, he had a very bitter uh, uh, primary battle against well, against Chan Chol, right? Yeah, Chan Chol, as well as President Moon himself, actually, when they were they were oh, you yeah. know, doing yeah. primary, and that is, is there is still lingering, you know, uh, uh, sort of, you know. Uh, you know, uh, kind of bad feelings among, you know, kind of core Moon supporters. So that's why he's considered an outsider. But as a Gyeonggi province, you know, governor, he kind of, you know, he has the ability to kind of, you know, insert himself into the national uh, the, the topics anytime he wants. For example, he kind of, you know, showed his boldness, at least on the on TV, in mean, dealing with various crises at various points of COVID-19. And now he's sort of making himself as sort of, you know, kind of counterweight to this, you know, fiscal responsibility, uh, the, the stance of the, the the ruling party as well as the Moon administration. So you know, he you know while he's of the ruling party, he's sort of you know giving the uh, you know opposition voice to the whole field. So he's sort of you know at the, uh, at this right moment, he's sort of getting the you know, best of both yeah, worlds. Yeah, but it could be a double-edged sword, which we'll probably talk about later on. Uh, one of the reasons that a lot of people attribute to Inagyan and his sliding support, even within the ruling party, I would say, uh, and a lot of supporters disappointed in him, was this call to pardon President Park Geun-hye and Lee Myung-bak, uh, both in jail right now. President uh, Park Geun-hye is going to be in jail till 2039. Uh, the final court uh, had its ruling, the Supreme Court, uh, basically confirming most of these allegations and uh, convictions upon her. So, uh, Lee Nagyan saying that this is uh, uh, something that can heal the nation. Uh, uh, certainly, a lot of people felt, well, well, no, she has shown no remorse. She has shown no uh um, sense of uh, uh, kind of atonement or, or conciliation for her wrongdoings. Uh, this is not something that even needs to be done. Um, and it seemed to have resulted in a backlash. Uh, what do you think about this whole political situation? And do you think that Park does deserve a pardon? Um, I think it was a, a gross uh, strategic mistake uh, for Mr. Inagyan to propose uh, granting pardon on President Park Geun-hye and uh, President Lee Min-ba, two former presidents. Uh, in the name of uh, increasing the integrity and the harmony in the Korean society, because um, I could see the uh, the intention, which is to capture the moderate voters or project the image that uh, Mr. Inagyan could be the national leader for healing and harmony. But you have to have a deeper thought whether granting pardons on the two former presidents would actually serve those purposes because uh, President Park Geun-hye refused to attend the court um, you know, from the first trial. So she's serving her time for more than three years, which is a clear demonstra- demonstration of her defiance and protest that this is just witch hunt. Mm-hmm. So there's no remorse or atonement, uh, which... Uh, have been highlighted by the uh, members uh, within the ruling party and the majority of the South Korean public against the idea of granting pardon on the president. There should be uh, admission of guilt and expression of uh, apology, which do not exist in case of former President Park Geun-hye. So um, will it uh, contribute to healing and, uh, you know, you know, unity in the Korean society? 
I don't think so. Then the second motivation might be divide and conquer the uh, conservative uh, party members. That, but what has been clearly demonstrated uh, prior to the April National Assembly election was that President Bakune does not really command as much political influence as, as she used to. Her letter did not make any big change in terms yeah. of the result of National Assembly. That, uh, that uh, letter, I think a lot of people had ex- hoped or expected from the uh, Uri Gohwadang at that time. They were hoping that she would give an explicit endorsement to that party to go forward. But it was really more vaguely worded letter. And I think there, there ended up not being a clear direction of support these guys. These guys got my back or support these guys. No, no, no. I, I think it was a clear enough in terms of, um, you know, urging the <clears throat> voters to, you know, concentrate their, you know, you know, you know support to the, okay. the main party. But um, the letter did not make any great sure. influence on the election outcome. As we know that uh, the ruling party certainly won. Uh, so whoever proposed this idea about the granting pardons on the two former presidents, I don't think it was a good idea well, with a 2020 hindsight. Yeah, I, and maybe he got bad advice, Professor Hong, but in again, um, the, uh, you know, the, the rumors that uh, some, some people are in his ear, some uh, former kind of very hardcore pro-moon uh, guys like Yang Jiangchao. However, uh, that being said, we know the results now that uh, it has certainly hurt him uh, politically. Wh- what do you think the motivation was there? Because uh, even Kung Min him, the, the chairman has apologized for the wrongdoings of these former presidents. And so it didn't even seem like they were super enthusiastic about this whole idea to begin with. Right. Um, I mean, whether he truly believed that this is some kind of national unity project that 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 that, that he could carry out, or simply kind of you know uh, ill-timed political um, calculation that you know he could actually capture the moderate voters. I mean, I, I don't know, but yeah. you know, based on the re- uh, recent pollings, it really hasn't really gone go, go, gone in his way. I mean, he might have gotten a little desperate since you know before he came up with this idea, his you know sub- uh, approval ratings having you know kind mm. of sagging along mm-hmm. with the uh, Moon administration the, the, to admit. So maybe he thought that you know he need to come come out and swing something big but i you know i don't really know but at the same time you know this you know we are still far away from you know yeah. presidential election i mean whatever hap- what happens to his poll numbers right now i'm not really sure has any predictive value about you know what his prospects during the primary process which is you know still you know many many months away so it's just uh, kind of interesting to see you know what he, what his thought process is and what he's willing to go, go, go through with it but in the end i think you know, He's very much looked at as the establishment guy, yeah. sort of you know, wedded to the, the Moon administration, and I suspect that you know his you know po- political future as a presidential candidate will be you know wedded to wedded at him with you know the, the success of the Moon administration, not you know whatever goes on in the polling you know yeah. twelve months out. And so, if we have that pro Moon uh, still aligned with Inagyan, um, with Lee Jae-myung and the pro Lee Jae-myung. Uh, faction. What they're going to point to is look at what he's done as Kyungi governor. He's he's really tried hard to to help people during this COVID nineteen pandemic. He's proposing these um, what some people consider uh, innovative ways of thinking about social welfare policy, including a UBI and uh, local currency, right? With with coupons to help the local uh, businesses out. He's been very forceful in terms of how generous the government has to be with these emergency funds to be uh, given out. Uh, what, what do you think about his political sort of um, uh, evolution in these recent months? Well, that was a rem- re- really remarkable uh, that uh, uh, Governor Lee Jae-myung has overcome many obstacles so far, at least for the past two years. Um, that means um, his biggest obstacle still remaining is the party primaries. Uh, I'm not sure whether he will be able to overcome the you know, 
checks and the opposition among the pro-moon you know, members within the ruling party, uh, which, who would definitely favor uh, former Prime Minister Lee Nak-yeon to be nominated as a presidential candidate. Uh, but at the same time, the advantage uh, Governor Lee Jae-myung holds against the uh, former Prime Minister Lee Nak-yeon is that now he's free from mm-hmm. uh, all the scandals and the legal issues, right? Uh, he was uh, set free, innocent, uh, with uh, all the allegations with regard to his, uh, you, know, uh, you know, older brother, uh, you know, locked in the hospital and the scandal with the actress. So in terms of legal issues, uh, Governor Lee Jae-myung has uh, not many left to worry about. Uh, but uh, one very interesting coincidence was that the sliding of the popularity of former Prime Minister Lee Nak-yeon uh, was coincided with the, uh, the suicide of uh, one of the, his closest aides on December 3rd, uh, who was uh, you know, uh, investigated by the prosecutor's office about the Optimus you know, scandal. So uh, the bottom line is whether which one looks more presidential, which one uh, can be regarded more presidential more optimal candidate to be the next president. But mm. uh, if uh, Prime Minister Lee nak uh, cannot be really clear about all these kind of suspicions about whether there must be, might be some cl- skeletons in this closet, some scandals that have not been made public, then this will uh, hold his ankles uh, so that he will be behind. Uh, Governor Lee Jae-myung in that regard. Well, the, the, the main thing here, though, uh, Professor Huang, that, that you pointed out in the very beginning of this is that his success is largely credited to um, people outside the party looking at him as a fresh voice and somebody who kind of has a way that uh, doesn't necessarily align with the mainstream point of view. I, I know that there's a simplistic uh, comparison, but people have kind of touted him sort of like a, a Bernie Sanders figure. And I, I, I'm not sure if that's quite right. He is not a mainstream Democratic Party politician that, like Bernie Sanders, but I wouldn't go so, so far as to call him some kind of very, very left-leaning um, socialist type either. It's just he's very heterodox in the way he approaches, which is why he has a lot of support in uh, Gyeongbuk and Daegu as well compared to other ruling party politicians uh, because of the fact that he is so different. Problem is, within the party... There are people within the party who you could say are pro-moon or, but like, or super pro-moon who dislike Lee Jae-myung more than they dislike the conservative opposition party to the extent that even in the uh, upcoming Gyeonggi governor race, because of that very um, kind of controversial way it ended with Chun Hye-chul losing, a lot of the supporters of Chun Hye-chul, who's considered the pro-moon figure, they said, Let's, why don't we just uh, vote for the, uh, the, the um, Hangukdang candidate instead because we just don't like this easy. So, I mean, I'm just saying he's got to heal a lot of wounds within the party who just do not see him as their standard bearer no matter what. Right. And, you know, I, I, I think even a few months ago, there were you know, rumors that he might actually have to leave the party if he yeah. actually wants to, you know, run for president, which you know, had no, no basis in reality. But, you know, that's kind of the, to the extent that, you know, he, I mean, I, I think that one of the reasons that he kind of draws the comparison to Bernie Sanders is that he has his own supporters who are, you know, just as you know, fanatic and just as you yeah. know, really committed. But, you know, as you pointed out, he, he has a very strong opposition to him. So, you know, wh- whether he can be unifying figure within the party, I mean, the, it will be up to his political skills in the next year or so to kind of figure that out. 
And also, he's kind of young enough that you know, if he doesn't, you know, if, if he doesn't capture the nomination this time around, he can still look for the, you know, fo- for the following nomination as well. Yeah, you, you gotta welcome when you are hated and criticized by your opponents because it only escalate your popularity. As well demonstrated uh, by the case of uh, Mr. Yoon Seok-yeol and the case of uh, Lee Jae-myung. So yeah. this is a good sign if you have a political ambition. And uh, you have to read the, uh, the book, uh, The Runaway Bestseller a few years ago, Myun Badal Yonggi. You have to be crazy enough to be hated if you are going to be an established well, politician. There is this idea. There is no such thing as kind of um, bad controversy. If you, if you... Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, she said that yeah. any publicity is a good publicity, <laughs> even bad ones. You really betray your age because uh, Paris Hilton, I think even a lot of our younger audiences, I mean, who's Paris Hilton? Because right. that is like more than you're, a decade ago. You're taking ago an of issue at my age? That's, no, no, no. That's disc- discrimination, <laughs> right? The Kardashians, Kardashians have been able to prolong I, that. I belong uh, to the, uh, one generation. Okay, though. got it. Fair enough. Uh, I want to spend the remainder of our time on... Um, the other big races that are upcoming, especially the Seoul mayoral race, because uh, Professor Huang, as we've been saying, a lot of the attention has been more on the opposition side rather than the ruling party side, despite the fact that um, uh, it's the ruling party that holds the incumbency right now. The opposition feel this is their race to win, and they they have a chance here. It's going to be close. Maybe they even have an advantage. But the problem is they don't seem to be (laughs) on the same page with how to align Antersu, outside the opposition party, along with these insiders like Nagyongwon, and now, I guess, with Oh Sehun and what they're going to do to try to unify this candidacy, because it does seem like Kim Jong-in, the chairman, says there's no way that we're going to have him usurp us. We're going to have to dictate the terms of getting our candidate on the ballot. At the end, I think, you know, whatever process that, uh, you know, that happens, I think, you know, everybody will realize that the process itself will gather enough, you know, the national attention that it will be good for, you know, whoever candidate that comes out at the end. So I assume that there should be some kind of, you know, unification process at the end. But, you know, and I'm sure it will create lots of conflicts and stories that, you know, all of us will kind of, you know, you know, pay, pay attention to and, and it will be to their benefit in the end, I think. So you're confident that they're going to come up with a very smooth way to unify their candidacies and everything? No, it will be probably be really bumpy, hunky-dory. but because okay. it will be bumpy, I think it will be newsworthy and it will probably, you know, kind of uh, raise people's awareness to, to, to whatever they're doing. Okay. I, mean, I mean, you know, people like to watch a house on fire, yeah. right? I mean, if if whole process is really smooth, it might actually go against the, their, you know, uh, yeah. pl- plan to, you know, kind of, you know, spice up the race, basically. I'm just saying Ancesu has a track record of this from the other side and, and other various things. And it has never gone the way that they have wanted with, with Anjarsu, whether he decides to run on his own or whether he decides to con, uh, combine the candidacies, even, of course, affecting the current president, Moon Jae-in, during the 2012 uh, election uh, against uh, Park Geun-hye. How worried are you that the opposition won't be able to coalesce and field a unified candidate? Well, I have seen a lot of uh, bad things uh, with the COVID-19 outbreak, so I'm ready to see you know, <laughs> many surprising things. But uh, the problem with the uh, uh, PPP uh, is that they, it does not have any fresh candidates. Na Gyeongwon, Oh Seon, uh, these are two has-beens. I mean, we, the key word is that the public well, is... Well, there are fresh faces like Choni. She's, she's running. Right, so right. Such a mayor. So the, then PPP uh, better uh, you know, elect the uh, fresh candidate if uh, it hopes to win the election. But um, Mr. Oseon's Ose- uh, defense for his candidacy is that, uh, well, he has to, you know, he wants to pay back for the, all the troubles caused by his resignation 10 years ago. Yeah. So he ba- basically begs for opportunity to 
to correct uh, mistakes uh, he made uh, 10 years ago. If that should be the criterion, then we have to elect a candidate who has made the most mistakes and misjudgment in the past. Mm-hmm. Right? If he's truly atoning, then uh, is this the best way to try, for him to try to compensate for all the troubles caused by his uh, resignation 10 years ago? Well, yeah, and his other kind of argument seems to be it's only got a little bit less than a month left, in, a year left in the term before the local elections that I'm the only guy who knows how to do this job, so I can just go in day one and, and just do it. What's your gut telling you, Professor Huang? I know I was putting you on the spot, but you, you got An Chasu, you got Na Kyung-won, you got uh, Oh Se-hun. They're all different in their own ways. They're all polarizing in their own ways. Um, who do you think has the advantage here? It does seem like An Chasu has his own game here that he's trying to play. To, to play. It's a game of chicken that's going on as to who's going to blink first with the uh, terms of unification. What do you think? Right. And at the same time, I wouldn't count out Na Kyung-won just because, you know, kind of the, she's the female figure in the, in the whole thing and the reason why we have this vacancy. So, you know, she, she might have an unexpected edge as well. Yeah. Uh, she also has, of course, uh, the highest negatives, I think, among among those candidates, and that's going to be a thing. But she has been trying to soften that image, especially after the, uh, uh, well, some would say um, controversial kind of laundering of her, of her image as a mother and the kind of affection that she shows. But it's going to be fascinating uh, next few weeks uh, as uh, the political world heats up with both these mayoral races. I want to thank both of our uh, panelists for joining us. Dr. Bong, Professor Huang, always a pleasure. I want to thank you, our listeners, as well. We are going to have to say goodbye. Our producers are Kang Jin-soo and Kim Jae-san. Our writers are Anu Jung, Song Eun-ji, and Song Yi-won. Coming up next is Life Abroad, hosted by Na Seung-yeon. Please stay tuned for that. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. for another edition of This Morning. Until then, please enjoy the rest of your day. This has been Henry Shin. Goodbye.